0: Hello, I'm Leslie Dudley-Corbell. And I'm Diane Doucette-Matthews. Welcome to The Mind of a Child, where we explore the social, emotional, physical, intellectual, spiritual development of a child and offer wisdom on these issues. Thank you for joining us.
1: We're so glad you've joined us for today's conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, take a deep breath, and let's settle in and see what we can learn together.
0: Yes, I'm excited about today, and I'm excited about what what happened. We got some emails and some questions. And so one of the questions I wanted to present was, what are some of the best toys that we would suggest for infants?
1: Okay. Well, I would say that the best toy for an infant is, oh. drum roll. Oh, oh, one toy? <laughs> one toy. Uh? The parent. Oh, okay. The parent is the most important piece um, in the infant's daily life. Yeah. Yes, in infant's development. It's because relationships are the cradle of learning. Okay. The parent their role with the child, their interactions with the child, are going to lay this foundation for the child's future learning. Hmm. And every interaction that the child, that the parent and the child have together, is building all these neural connections in the child's brain. Wow! Every interaction,
0: and that causes what?
1: Well, that co- that lays the foundation for future learning its continued firings continued neural connections being formed and the child's development it's 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 like a building block mm. all throughout their lifetime and so this foundation being built
0: just continues to grow and grow and grow. And that's amazing because later on, we're going to be talking about this study that Harvard University did. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting. But before we do that, we're going to talk about a principle today that is called serve and return. And we thought at first we'd do a video for y'all of us playing Mm -hmm. tennis, but we thought we'd spare y'all. I love a game of tennis though.
1: And you know, and and I really, I really love that this term that's been given to this interaction, this very foundational interaction, is the serve and return. Because you think about tennis players, and they, you know, you have Rafael Nadal on one end of the court throwing up the ball and serving it to to Roger Federer, (laughs) my my two favorite players. (laughs) And so Roger Federer is going to return that ball back to Rafa. Mm-hmm. Now, the goal of the tennis players is sometimes they decide they want to, you know, slam it, slam it, in it and, in and that, so that the player can't, the other player can't return, return the ball. It.
0: But that's but not the goal here. That's not the goal here. That's the goal right.
1: here is to keep that ball in play. That's right. So when when we talk about it, an infant serving up something to the
0: parent, what could that be? Well the first few things an infant's going to do is eye contact and then start oohing and gooing and just making cute little noises. Yeah. So, so when a baby looks at us, we engage immediately. Automatically. We look back
1: at them and we start engage, having that eye contact and sustaining it. Then the baby's going to start, maybe they'll have an expression. They mm-hmm. might have a little smile or a little burp or whatever little yeah. infants yeah. do, a coo. Uh-huh. We're going to do that back. Yes, so they they train us very well, and if we desire that interaction,
0: and when those things happen, that's when those neuroconnections connections start growing. Yes,
1: yes, so there's actually connections in the brain happening right then, and that child is being wired in relationship. Mm. This is what it means to be in relationship with another person. Mm. I do something, they do something, I do something back,
0: okay? Then they do something back. That's the way God created us. Mm-hmm. He's a relational being. And he created a mother or a father and a child to be in relation. And that's how the brain just develops. It lays the mm. foundation This very back and forth.
1: You can even think about sometimes, so the child starts, they babble. They start babbling. Mm-hmm. We babble back. And so here's a, here's a piece I want to think about is this is called proto-conversation. These little pretend dialogues that we have back and forth with children like that, that waiting for them to talk again talk back to us and mm-hmm. say something, it sets the stage for what a healthy conversation is too.
0: I know. You think maybe you're wasting time doing that, but it's right. not. It's so important engage with them.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about some of the specifics of this Serve and Return. The Harvard Center for the Developing Child has come up with five things that they suggest as the steps of that.
0: And so let's go through those because I think they're real helpful. Yes. What's the first one? Well, how about if I read the five Mm -hmm. and then we'll break them down. Okay. One at a time. Okay. It says share focus, encourage and return. That's the second one. The third one is name it. The fourth one is take turns by waiting and then the fourth one is practice endings and beginnings. Okay. And so these will make a whole lot more sense once we get through them. But uh, first, share focus. Yeah. So let's,
1: and th- this is another really wonderful thing about this because this this allows you to get to know your child and to really see what it is that they enjoy looking at and what mm-hmm. they enjoy doing. So for an infant, it might be, or a, or a toddler, they're looking at a ball. Mm-hmm. The parent comes in and says, Oh, the ball! You see the ball. Mm. That's a red ball. Mm-hmm. And maybe the child reaches for it. Oh, you want to play for the ball with the ball.
0: Bring it closer. Bring it closer. Yeah. It closer. yeah. And so we add language oh. to mm-hmm. the
1: things that they're looking at. Now, so what this wouldn't be is if the child is looking at the ball and they're gazing at it and they're kind of reaching their little hand <laughs> and I pick
0: up a block over
1: here. Oh, you want to play with this block? Or here's yeah. some jangly yeah. keys, rattle, 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 rattle. That would not be sharing the child's or focus. Or even
0: picking up a bat and going, okay, let's play baseball. Yeah. You know, like, wait a second, wait a second. Let's yeah. just stay with the ball and wait and wait until they go to the next stop. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's kind of what it means to share the focus. And yeah. so that's there's some another word that's sometimes put into this, and that's a little bit later when a child can experience a joint attention. Mm-hmm. So when they can join your attention in something that you're looking at. So mm-hmm. every, that's the one thing I want to stress is everything is developmental. It's a step-by-step development in a child, and everything that the child does and in interacts with the parent builds upon one thing that they've learned. Mm-hmm. Then they're ready for the next thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So I, th-
1: I just think it's really fun. Okay, so the next one is support and encourage. Adding language to what they're doing and
0: encouraging more language, more language yeah.
1: to what they're doing. You know, oh, that's a green
0: ball. Mm-hmm.
1: And sending it back to them.
0: Yeah, a lot of facial gestures. You yeah, know, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so fun. You know, just yeah, playing with the child, just getting more involved. With yeah, yeah, yeah. They hand you a, a, a plate and you say, oh, thank you, like you're saying, mm-hmm. that pretend play, giving mm-hmm. it back. Support and encourage. Whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. just support it and encourage it. Okay, the next one is name it. Yes. And these Which can kind over, of yeah. overlap yeah. for sure. These yeah. are these are just the pieces you want to make sure they're in That there. you're doing. Okay, so name what they see. Or feel it with them. Say, oh, this is rough, you know. Oh, this is smooth. Oh, you know, just kind of describe it. Yes, anything you want to add to enrich their experience of that moment. Yeah, just try to get them to understand Mm -hmm. it more. And then the next one is take turns back and forth. Yeah,
1: so this is important to think about, that taking turns by waiting on them. Mm. Sometimes I know that I get so excited about something that I'm, you know, I'm, I, I go ahead and throw words into the next step or I don't wait long enough for the child to do something and I feel like I have to do something to elicit more babbling from them or more activity from them. But really, if we just sit and wait, children process things
0: you know, at their own pace. And what we talked about was the reason they do things over and over and over again, they're trying to master it or trying mm-hmm. to learn, or they really do learn something new every time they do it over and over and over again.
1: That You'll notice that if you have um, an activity and the child just laughs and laughs and laughs. Mm-hmm. And then like, let's say you, you put, they put on a hat on their head and then you put a hat on your head. And then they just giggle. And so then they put the hat back on, and you put the hat on your head, and they giggle. And you put it, you just do this over and over and over. And that's because they are learning. It could be that they're learning, oh, when I do this, she does that. Or, oh, they look different now, but they're the same person. They're working out stuff in their brains, and their laughter is because they're just, they're so. Captivated by yeah. the moment. And like I think it's yeah.
0: wonderful. And I jumped into that and I, I didn't mean to overlook the waiting, but sometimes that, you know, doing it over and over and over again can kind of get boring. To oh, us. okay. But yes. The waiting, even if we're doing it over and over and over again, they're learning even if we're getting bored. You know? Yes. But we need to wait until they go to something new. Cause I mean, they're yes. not getting bored. They're That's, learning something new and they're that, that repetition is very important to them.
1: Yes. So, they do show their enjoyment and just all the sparks in the brain, the neural activity in the brain
0: through this laughter of like, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. Wow, this is cool. And it builds the child's ideas, self-ideas and confidence and independence when they can just do that on their own instead of us directing them every time. Yes. You know, let's go do this. Let's go do this. And we're, we're in control. Let them be in control of directing us yeah, sometimes yes that, that's one of the principles that harvard said was very yeah. good for us to do <laughs> yeah yeah
1: and, yes and so uh, you kind of bring when you talk about the waiting and um the child doing it over again that kind of leads into the the next thing which mm-hmm. is the practice endings and, and, and beginnings. beginnings that's right because the child will let you know when they're finished mm-hmm. so let's say you've been doing this game over and over and it's just mm-hmm. been amazing and they have yep. They put the hat on their head, and you did. And then all of a sudden, they put the hat down, and they walk off, and they go pick up something else and start Mm -hmm, playing. mm
0: -hmm. Blocks. That's done. They go to the blocks. They're
1: done with it. Even if
0: you think it's in the middle. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Why why are you leaving now? Or I'm finally glad they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. But notice that there's an ending and a beginning yeah that's right and mm-hmm. and so then you oh you want to play with the blocks now mhm and and just be okay with that you Yeah. just go oh okay we're good let's go let's go let's mm-hmm. see what we can learn with this
1: and i think if we can see the children's play like that when they're exploring their environment as their brain is just so captivated by all the things that there are to learn in this world that's right i mean just think they they may have only been on this planet for A year, you know, Mm -hmm. two years, three years. Their brains, everything is so new to them. And Mm -hmm. so it's just the world is just interesting. Let them explore. explore.
0: But let them go from ending one and going to another. Let them Mm -hmm. lead you into those play times. That's really good.
1: And so we're talking about young children. Mm -hmm. But let's also think of this in terms of older children. Mm -hmm. Let's say you have preschoolers, five, six, seven-year-olds, The same principles of following their lead Mm. are important whenever you're talking about learning and exploration. So, you know, notice what your child is interested in. Encourage their exploration of that.
0: Yes, and, you know, I was thinking here, too, even I've heard young moms, and I've been guilty of this, too. Well, they're playing, so let me just catch up on my text messages or something. You know, whereas that's such a perfect time to... Engage with your child instead of engaging on your phone, be there with them, and how important that is for brain development and just to know your child. Yeah, one of the the videos that we listened to was he said it quite a few times the most important thing, if you don't take anything else from this video, the importance of knowing your child, just get to know your child. And so, I think of that even playing with your child. Is so important because you get to, you know, know what your child is thinking, interested in, what they explore, what they like, what they dislike, you know, so well, that's you, very important.
1: It is, and you're building that relationship. Mm-hmm. Relationship. Relationship is key. I remember when, when Madeline was little, and just the types of language. When she, I think she was about three months old, so these would be the types of language that you want to have. So I think she was sitting somewhere near me, maybe on, the, on a quilt, and I was ironing. Mm-hmm. And I should remember, just like, oh, Madeline, I'm ironing a shirt. I'm ironing Dada's shirts because he likes to wear iron shirts to work. And, <laughs> oh, this is his blue shirt. And, oh, this iron is hot, but I'm really pressing it. You know, so just that yes, narrating, yeah. mm-hmm. when they, even when they're three months old, just Absolutely. narrating what you're doing, adding language to them, and, and looking at them while you're talking mm-hmm. and so they're they're hearing that language is, which is just so important
0: yes so that brings us to the 3 million 30 gap. million what did i it's, say you said 3 and oh my mean, it's goodness. like 30 million yeah even 3 million yeah. is amazing yeah. but 30 million you're right yeah. you're right
1: <gasps> and it's an extrapolated number so i mean you know i think we could you know the the number itself doesn't matter what is important is the principle that they tried it's to an share incredible principle Give us a summary.
0: Tell us okay. about
1: it. Okay, so a summary of it was that they followed 42 families, I think, and they tried to make note of how many words were spoken to the child. And they also tried to describe the types of words that were spoken to the child. And then they looked at later literacy. Mm-hmm. I think they followed them up to age four and then even checked back with them. And, and maybe the third and grade. Yeah. 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 Later times. So we're not getting real specific on it. Because the main point was it really makes a difference how many words a child hears. But it was very interesting because it was the type of words a child hears mm. too. And one was that the words should be describing what the child was looking at, mm. much like we're talking. We right. want to talk about, we want to talk to the child, not at the child mm-hmm. and not around the child as much. We want to talk to them about what they're seeing and what they're observing. Right. We also want to have, what was the other one? I know this was it was so fascinating to you too, the amount of encouragements oh. versus oh. discouragements. Well,
0: this was where the gap grew. This one group, it heard 125,000 more words of discouragement than encouragement. Well, their literacy rate was significantly lower mm-hmm. than the other group that they looked at had 560,000 more words of praise, and their literacy rate was much, much higher. Mm -hmm. I don't have the specific numbers in front of me, but that in itself is so important for us to talk to, like you were saying, and encourage our children, encouraging and praising words Mm -hmm. to them. And it
1: doesn't mean that everything is... And encouragement or praise. It oh, also no. it yeah. also meant it's it's really just the talk adding language to whatever the child's looking at. The, yeah, but just incur- the
0: specifics the difference. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, that but- that
1: really encourages their learning mm. and keeps them open to exploration of more things. So if I'm so if the child's looking at a ball and I'm talking about the ball and I'm describing it's. Characteristics, and I'm waiting for them to do something else, and I'm in that serve and return moment, then I'm encouraging their exploration and their play. Right. Which is going to, mm. going to keep them learning, keep them engaged. And, you know, this is another thing. I think sometimes people think, well, I don't talk to the babies because they don't understand what I'm saying. Mm. But their receptive language is much greater than their spoken language. That's right. And so I just encourage you to read, to talk to engage in those proto conversations with your child because they are learning by listening Mm -hmm. and being engaged
0: with you and that's how they learn and follow their lead and follow their lead and wait and wait yes yes don't push them into the directions we want them to go into yeah Yeah. that's that's good 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 advice
1: Let's go through those five steps again. Okay. Just notice the serve and share the child's focus of attention. So observe them, Mm -hmm. then return the serve by supporting and encouraging them. Give it a name, name it, name what they're doing. Add rich language to it to describe it. And then take turns and wait
0: and wait, yes.
1: Keep that interaction going back and forth and then practice those endings and beginnings. When your child is finished, move on with them. If they're looking for something to do, you can you can always put out a little a provocation and point their interest, see if they're interested in it, and then begin playing something else. Thanks for listening. Check out our Instagram at Mind of a child pod, or you can email us at themindofachildpodcast a at gmail.com.